Happy Wednesday, everybody. It's Gordon from Green God World Gaming, and I am joined by my awesome players, as always, for our Greyhawk campaign. When we left off last week, um, they had met with the Duke, with Duke Merrick, and been given their charter to be privateers in the King's Navy, so to speak, but all hush-hush, secret-secret. They had also... Um, been informed of a couple of other goings on um, with suspicions about what is leading the forces um, that were brought against both the caravan that was traveling to uh, Seaton from Saltmarsh as well as the ships that were in dock that uh, were attempted or there was an attempt made to sabotage them while they were in port. Um, you were also given a sending stone so that you could be commanded by the duke at his whim and also by definition by the whim of the court wizard um i'm trying to think what else happened folks you guys were uh, you also correction. met up with orbrick or at least xerxes did yeah the, th the thing is the sending stone was received by Cocarius. Who, yeah. who took it? Yeah. Okay. He's the only one that'll be accepting commands from the Duke, <laughs> and the rest of us will be ignoring. Very true. That works. I'm I'm pretty sure the the wizard also like gave us an aside once he was out of earshot to the Duke, saying if we find anything interesting to let him know. Yeah. He did. He did. Indeed. But can we trust him? He's in he's he's in the Duke's court. You know. I'm not so sure about that. Yeah. Yeah, he's giving off some real Jafar vibes. How dare you insult Master Sean Vale like that? Really, venerable Vail. old mage. And um, I did no such thing. Yes, you were, Xerxes had also met with the well, merchant prince that had seen prince, not prince, prince that had seen better days, Mister Aubrick. Um, who, uh, yeah, agreed to a heftier cut of his wealth, should it be recovered, and also arranged for transport aboard the, um, Soul of Winter, a ship set and ready in the docks for you to join it. You had signed the contracts on the behalf of your company, and... I believe you guys were meeting up at the inn and were you going to go there the next morning or what what was the plan i can't quite it was recall. still morning now isn't it yeah yeah it was about midday or so you guys were having lunch if i remember right yeah so i think essentially just go back and say hey the deed is done uh everyone i think was getting a little bit pissed but um yeah uh, i'm gonna let everyone know that yeah we can essentially leave uh if they're keen Oh, yeah, because your your ship had not been um, not been completed, or the outfitting has not been yeah, completed, because it was also out. sabotaged during the raid. Funny no. how that works, but anyway. <laughs> at, at some point, we still need to go find out what the hell fell from the sky as well. Oh, Wait, oh yeah, that thing. Um... Yeah, when we're coming back from the lizard people, we saw that thing. Well, someone saw that thing fall from the sky. This is true. That would be interesting. Yeah. yeah also, the, like, there's also some weird tower. stuff. There's a tower of Zenobis. There was some random halflings dancing around rune stones. Dodgy things happening that side of the world. 
Yeah. Halflings around rune stones. Yeah, I take notes. I don't. <laughs> I don't. Oh, 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 oh. yes. On the way to Okay, yes, I remember. That sounds, <laughs> that sounds exactly like they... That was one particular halfling, but yes. That was the <laughs> druid uh, in, in Saltmarsh. That's right. Uh, you never did go and speak to him. Now that no I think of it. But no, no. cool, yeah. So, uh, where would you guys... You say, are you guys heading off to inspect the soul of winter? Well, we have to fetch everyone at the inn, or at the tavern or whatever, and I'm going to say, hey, you drunkards. Shall we get <laughs> you bunch of go? day drinkers? <laughs> Pull up your wine the, and so, says the guy walking around with the consistently full wine skin. <laughs> As Peter yeah, I, yeah, yeah, and if I remember correctly, hey, he was also Peter. quite drunk flying around one day. I put four wine skins filled with alcohol, so just I'm flied not... away. <laughs> He's like, sent. I'm right there with you, yo. <laughs> so, um. Yeah, so you can collect the crew, a bunch of day drinkers, and yeah, you can t describe to me, uh, are you taking the scenic route or are you going straight down to the docks? Who's carrying me? <laughs> Aren't you a very shoulder? I think I was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wait, are we stopping off at the inn? Well, I think the, the four of us were at the inn already, weren't we? Okay. I oh, know. We're, we're, yeah, I can, I, where I, were I can, we? I can just imagine um, siren kitty cats curled around my neck like a scarf almost. Yeah. Still. I'd like to, I'd like to take away a wine sack, please, from the end. <laughs> Walk I, me I, down. I drank, that's why. Um, I'm not exactly certain how much a takeaway wine sack would cost. <laughs> um, or just, just regular wine sack. Let, and let, let's just say that would probably be like a pitcher, so it would be like two silver pieces. Cool. Cool. I'm gonna take slips slips of that and sharing with anyone as we're walking along. Cool. You may do so with pleasure. Um, so as you're going down, I mean, you see, I mean, this place is busy. You still see as you like get closer to the to the shipyards. Um, you can see there's some ships that have been pulled up into dry dock that are being repaired. You can actually see on some of them there are what appear to be like scorch marks um, from like perhaps oil fires and things um there's a lot of activity it's very industrious here and you, like i say you can see that the majority of the ships while well, there's a there's a number of trading and fishing vessels i'd say probably more like 60 percent is military vessels flying uh the you know, combination of the duke's colors as well as the kingdom of kirlin's colors so let us oh wow that's thunder uh in the real world, sorry. Um, give me some perception checks, please, everybody. Do I do it with disadvantage? Because you're draped around Bayroom and drunk as a skunk? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Also, make a constitution... No, I'm joking. <laughs> throw up, joking. Throws up on Bayroom and he just carries me by the scruff um, from now I, on. I'm going to assume that Oceanus is oh, traveling yeah. with you. Wow. Yeah. So oh, I'm pretty sure Oceanus would be keen to see pale dwarves <laughs> and the ocean. And yes, the ocean so. again, yeah. I, I don't. I don't know how keen he would be to get back on the ocean if he spent his time captured there. Yeah, oh, technically, <laughs> boats. He's got mixed feelings about. <laughs> yeah, Siren can't see, and apparently I can't see with Siren. <laughs> <laughs> 
like Siren's yeah. tail just wrapped around your yeah. eyes. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> so, Kakarius, you're the first one to spot what you are fairly certain from from the name um, that is, you know, scrawled in these strange. Wait, I'm not. I'm not certain. Do you speak Dwarvish? Uh, nope. Nope. Okay, the dwarf will probably be able to translate it for you, but you do recognize some strange-looking runes scrawled across <clears throat> this ship that is like charcoal black. Um, no, the hull is charcoal black. The sails are like a, a very, a very thick gray um, as well. Look, almost like storm clouds. Um, with little like white stripes trailing down um the centers of each um you can see it's it's a fairly large ship it seems to be some sort of galley um and there's a whole bunch of figures on board and you're the first one to notice that these figures are clearly dwarves but they are all uniformly extremely pale of skin they look like albinos basically and some of them have got like very um, outlandish hairstyles as well. You see, at the the foot of a, the ramp leading up onto the deck of this ship, one particular dwarf female. There, she's standing there. She's got a she's wearing leather armor. At her hips, she's got two spiked morning stars um, hanging from a belt. She is wearing a very very fine looking. Um, the word I'm looking for cloak that's made out of a white tiger skin the head of what? which is placed over her right shoulder and hanging down and she's busy giving giving orders to not only the dwarves but also to some of the dock workers that seem to be loading on a mixture of provisions um, you can also see there are crates um, that have a symbol on them that looks like a stylized a um which xerxes you would recognize as being <clears throat> excuse me getting a frog in my throat as being the personal symbol of Aubrey himself huh, okay God, uh just out of character sure a white tiger skin <laughs> <laughs> yep. I, I want the art i drew how dare you <laughs> moving on to be fair <laughs> Just out of character again. I thought about this particular character way before you drew that. <laughs> I, I know. I just I just find it funny. So, how are you approaching the ship, gentle sirs and woman? On foot. <laughs> on foot. Directly. <laughs> we'll be directly and, okay, so you're just like making a beeline for it, marching straight towards it. Who who is in the lead of this little? Uh... Not me. Oh. I, I'd assume I'd be Eeny, close to the front for seeing it, but yeah, yeah. Xerxes. I'd probably pull Xerxes up to the front if he wasn't there. It's like you're the one who's sorting this out for us. Come on. Yeah, and yeah. as they approach, I'm just going to start shouting, "Walgar!" and see who responds. Um, you see up on the poop deck, a very grizzled looking face, um, it's got a very short, very square beard, but the hair is like stark white, it's like, it's not even bleach, it's just white, 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 um, and 
you hear this voice say, Eh? Who's calling my name down there? Oh, it's so loud. Yeah, that was very loud. <laughs> no need to shout, sir. Eh? Oh, God. Damn it. <laughs> Hi? Who called me? Oh, I have Bims talking to his head. <clears throat> We're here about the contract with Albrecht. And he shouts down to the, the female dwarf standing fairly close to you guys near the ramp. And he says, Hey, Doris! Let them up! <laughs> and Doris is like, like puts like a little pinky in her ear and like wriggles a little bit. And um, she takes a couple of steps back and like points up the ramp and she, she says in a much more pleasant tone, though her voice is also kind of gravelly and gruff. And she says, You heard the captain. You've permission to board. Doris is me name. Don't forget it. I be How the first mate. Uh, okay. Thanks, Doris. Doris. Take my time getting up. Aye, Doris. Doris Shieldbreaker. That. On account of these, and she like pats her hips where the where the morning stars are are situated. <clears throat> I was almost hoping to meet Doris Day. <laughs> no. Dora Dor the Explorer. <laughs> Dora the Explorer. <laughs> that actually works better than Dora the Explorer. Doris the Explorer. <laughs> Okay, let's not do any copyright infringements yeah. this evening, wow. folks. Um, and as you're as you're passing by, she also mentions to you, and she says, um, um, "Mr. Albrecht has already sent some supplies for you lot. We're busy loading it up at the moment. You can expect it uh, in your quarters. Um, but hurry along now." And I assume Where's you. Where's the mess? We need to drink. Um, <laughs> She says, you will receive your food and beverages in your quarters. The captain will explain to you shortly. And as you make your way onto the deck, you can see most of the dwarves, um, like, eye you suspiciously, except for you, Carolus. Oh, and Carolus, since you are a dwarf, I don't know if anybody else can speak it, but basically on the side of the ship was, um, in Dwarven Ruins, the, the Soul of Winter. I do not speak Dwarvish. Um, okay. Those who can will probably translate. Um, so as you get get aboard and you you see um, old Walgar, the captain, uh, stomping his way down the stairs, you know, as best as a dwarf can. And he, I mean, he's he's a he's a thick dwarf. He stands about four and a half feet tall. Like I say, he's got this very square-looking white beard. His hair is close cropped as well. Um, no hat or anything of the sort. And first thing he does do is he looks up at Cyan and he says, I had me a hat just like that one. Where'd you get it? Um, I think Cyan's like um, kind of distracted. He's kind of like, as we've been walking up, has been like saying like, Osprim bless us, Osprim bless us. <laughs> like to each individual that makes eye contact with him, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, because these are people of the sea. Yeah. Uh, when he, when the captain addresses him, he kind of like looks over and says, "Oh, are you the captain? Did you have a hat like this?" Oh, Aye, indeed. Oh Almost yes, it's quite nice. exactly the same as that one. Oh Where'd yes, you, you, 
Oh, you're a, you're a, you must be a captain then. Um, yes, I had a tailor made in a salt marsh, I think. <laughs> you think? Uh, I like that glass pot. Um, he says, "Can I have it? Uh, I'll buy it from you." Please. Oh no, no, my goodness, no! I wouldn't dream of parting it for money. How about um, a friendly wager? Why, why don't you ask him to just take the hat off just so yeah. you can yeah. see it? Captain? Yeah. You can have it if you can take it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I can have it if I can take it. Well, bend um, down, Long Shanks. Um, um, I, can... I give it a bit of an experimental tug. Um, how, how tight is it? If, wait, I'm, if I'm remembering right, wasn't that thing stuck on with something particular? We, we glued it. We, I don't remember what we glued Sovereign it on with. But it was glued on. Just Sovereign glue. Sovereign glue. No, we can't afford sovereign glue. Yeah, I also don't don't remember it being sovereign glue. No, I don't remember that sovereign being brought up. Probably too short to reach up there. (laughs) I would have thought it would be just like some resin or something. You know, like tree resin. Um, How how long has it been? It's been several weeks, right? Yes. And it's been through quite a bit. You've been sleeping in this. Um, I do, I do, I do wash and condition it though, like the hat. It's like a kid mank. It is it's, like it's I take care of it like my own clothes. Yeah, no, I take care of it like my own clothes. Um, so let's say that after all of this and with you washing it, and that I, I should imagine that it's fairly loose, but there are some strands of your hair that are still sticking to it a bit, where it's sort of like clumped together. <laughs> okay, yeah, that sounds about right. Um, yeah, I think I'll give it a bit of a tug and feel that it's kind of secure-ish, and I'll say, all right, yeah, we'll we'll have a I don't know wrestling match. I don't know. I wouldn't I wouldn't ask of something so undignified of a captain. And he says, well, how about I just look at it first? Come mm-hmm. on, just, just just bend down. Let me let me get it off you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I'm pretty attached to it. Ah, you're no fun. Come on, lads, follow me. Maybe we'll arm wrestle for it below deck. Let me show you where you're going to be staying. I have a couple of rules on my ship. Do you hear me? Uh, you know, sorry? Yeah, yeah, we hear you. You're quite yes. sorry. Well, okay. Well, first of all, follow me. And he, like, leads you below deck. There's a short little gangway. And there's a, a couple of cabins off to the right-hand side. And he says, uh, you should be honored. Doris has given up one of her cabins for you. But, uh... You'll be sleeping in mine and hers, and and just don't muck the place up, and don't do anything unseemly in there. He says, um, and I've just got a couple of rules. You are not allowed to go exploring. Um, I insist that you are going to be locked into your rooms, please. Uh, The journey is going to probably take about a week, but we'll make sure that you get out for some fresh air every once in a while i just don't want you to mess around with my crew and get in our way i run a tight ship and i don't like bullshit Understood? Right. um captain yeah go for it sorry um captain um have you heard of osprum he says of course i've heard of osprum i happen to be a cleric of osprum oh then you'll get along very well with my with my wither with, with, with my weather cleric. Yes, and I think it's 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 really critical for the safety of the of the journey that I'm on the bow, you know, out in the salty air, so that I can commune with the goddess, and maybe she'll Whoa. swing a favor our it, way. It depends on how close you are to the goddess. 
I snap my fingers and oh my god, wait, what spell do I have? <laughs> <laughs> I can also do some bested digitation while I'm watching this happen. Um, oh yeah, I've got light. Yeah, yeah. I, I snap my fingers and I can make a ball of light and I split it in two. And I say, close enough to do this at whim. Uh, he says, put the damn thing out as he shields his eyes. It's like, uh, don't you know dwarves have got excellent sight? And then you should see how fabulous that light was. No. no, I'm talking about something useful. Can you, like, conjure winds? Yes, I could. Well, then you might be useful. I'm okay. going to whisper. If I need you, I'm... On his neck. Are you going to do what on his neck? On on Cyan's neck. I'm going to oh. say... I can almost feel the goddess right by me. <laughs> ah, awesome. Um, but he says, I tell you what, if I if I need your assistance and old weather vane can cannot help, I'll send down for you. But I insist you stay in your cabins. Oh, but Captain, I know my way around the ship. After all, the bow and the 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 aft are often in and uh, I making an attempt to show my um, nautical knowledge. Uh, and as you're doing this, and because of uh, let's put it to you, let me let me see. Hmm. I really don't want to be locked up in this cabin. For, uh, Give me a persuasion I, check. Can I? Okay. I also want to get in on this because I don't want to be locked in a cabin. So can I also start chiming in some stuffs? Sure. Yeah. What are you chiming in? How are you? Okay. Yeah. Hey, listen, I'm happy to stay in my cabin, but I do not want to be locked in. There's been lots of talk of, um, what are they? Uh, the pirates again? Pirates. <laughs> the sea princes. The sea ah. princes have been about, and um, there's been lots of stories about them uh, attacking ships. We also have um, experienced a lot of experience with the Sahagan, which are apparently um, quite hostile at the moment. And uh, it would, I, I would, I would say it would be best if we weren't locked in, so that if at any stage we were to run into any complications, we could easily come and assist. Okay, so you can, we can do it one of two ways. Cyan um, can re-roll so that he has advantage, basically, or you can make a separate roll. And I'll take the average of the two. I, I want to give it a bash as well. Okay. Go right. for it. Oh, damn. Oh, <laughs> damn. <laughs> so he says... Very well, the ship is yours. <laughs> the ship is yours. <laughs> no. He says, I will allow you up. I will not lock your doors. But... You are not to get in my crew's way. Understood. If I need you to do something, you do it immediately. Uh, sounds good to me. Yeah. Very well. Of course. I just want to find out from the captain. Yeah. We're going to be on sea for five days, right? When He's are we leaving? He's giving you before? a funny look, Beirut. Yeah, I don't care he what says, look he's giving me. What are you? A very... A furry. <laughs> <laughs> I have eyes, you idiot. I know you're furry, but what are you? I've no, never no, seen one a, of your kind. He's attracted to animals, but dressed up as people. Or is it people dressed up as animals? <laughs> a cat. 
It's a sexual preference of his captain. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Never. This was a requirement. <laughs> I have to respond like taking off my coat a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, then. I start laughing. <laughs> um, he says, uh, Well, I'm, I'm not one to judge, but uh, yeah, what did you want to ask, my um, furry friend? I am a furbolg. And what time will what, the ship Furbolg? From... What kind of a name is that? It's not a name, it is my race. A furbolg. Okay. Furbolg. Bolge. Yeah, yeah, I got it. Bolge. No, not bolge. No, it's no no D. <laughs> and he like and he like like leans forward and like stands on his tiptoes a bit and he grabs you by by the chest and he's like Let me see if I'm saying this right. And his breath stinks of like like pickled fish and he says Furbog Well that's fine. I don't care. <laughs> what time are we leaving port? Well, I prefer to sail at night. Well, Okay, so can I? So there's enough time for me to go into town just to grab some supplies if we're going to be in this cabin for five freaking days. Yes. Okay. Then I would like to go to town. Kitty can stay draped around. Yeah. To go get some supplies. Okay. I'm cool. now a fashion accessory. <laughs> I can fight. Uh, the latest trend this summer. Get your tabaxi now. What food and drink aboard the ship? So, yeah, supplies. Nah, um, I okay, uh, Gordon. I want to just go and get some supplies for my herbalism kit. Five days gives me five potions. Uh huh. So, so get that's the, the supplies I'm gonna go get. You're gonna get five days worth of supplies so you can brew some potions. Cool. Yep. So just deduct your uh, gold amount. And um, yeah, so he leads you back on deck, and you can see, he's he says like basically um, <clears throat> excuse me, this frog is persistent today. He says um, it's probably my dwarf voice. He says, "Well, just make sure you're back by the seventeenth bell." What and you actually hear twelve chimes going off hmm. in the distance. What? From one of the chapels, one of the churches. Got five hours, bro. So you've got yeah. you've got five hours to go. Yeah. Um, so pretty sure time to find. Right. Yeah. So if there's anything else you guys want to do before heading away, so, uh, heading off, should I say, heading away? Uh, now's the time to do it. I'm gonna go pick my bed and go have a drink. Yeah. Um, the beds are fairly uncomfortable. They are dwarf sized, so. It's for anybody who's taller than, say, five feet, they're a little bit cramped. But they are comfortable, comfortably padded. This is a dwarf ship. Um, so how many... Wait, wait. They, we've got two cabins, right? How many beds are in each cabin? Three. Three in each. Oh, yeah, I just realized something. With Oceanus... Oh, he'll probably sleep on the floor. <laughs> Oh, I'll have a 
federal for can, can uh, I get some PTSD? Yeah, I was gonna say I'm gonna pull the mattress off the bed. I'm gonna put it on the floor next to the bed so that I can be a bit more comfortable. Thank you very much. All right. So I'm gonna take his bed and put it next to my bed and put my mattress across both of them. <laughs> you know that that's not how it works on a ship, right? <laughs> the beds are like built into the into the the, the um, uh, structure. If we can find a, a cloth sturdy enough to hold me, we can drape it, I can sleep in that, or a net. Oh, yeah, I totally want to go into town and buy a, a net to sleep in. Okay, you can probably <laughs> like find a, yourself some Like a hammock. Yeah. Like a yeah hammock. I was going to say, it's probably get a hammock instead of a net. Well, there's Isn't a, that what a there, hammock there, is? There are hammocks... Um, where the crew sleeps, so you could always go and you know, see if there's an extra one. Uh, because all in all, there's a crew of about 30 dwarves aboard ship. No. Okay, but I don't think a, a dwarf hammock is going to be bigger. <laughs> <laughs> it'll, it'll be wide enough, maybe. Damn it! Like... Damn it, Byron! <laughs> I, I, I want like I want one for myself as well. Oh, you know? okay. So like when we travel, I'll have like a hammock I can carry around with me. Okay. Well, you can you can probably find it in in a port I, fairly easily. How much? Cost? I have no idea. I, I foresee lots of sleight of hands in your future. <laughs> Remember, all of us probably have bedrolls, eh? Like I know I've got a bedroll. Yeah. I know, but like sometimes I don't want to be on the hard ground. Sometimes I just want to, you know, be in luxury. I'm actually thinking. I, I can't imagine that a hammock could cost more than a bedroll. I think it would be considerably less. Than a bedroll. Yeah. So I'm going to say that that hammock like probably costs like two silver pieces. It's probably like a fashion net, so it'll be the same price as a net, maybe. Oh. It will be a bigger net. A, ca a catching net, yeah, sorry. A, a ship's net. Oh, wow. Okay. Because I'm used to it. A net costs the same as a bedroll, one gold piece. Huh. All right, I'd like a blank buy a blanket as well. Blanket costs yeah. five huh. silver pieces. And a sewing kit. Holy shit, dude. Do you? I do not have one of those. But I uh, think there is a cheap tailor kit. Yeah. I don't think I even have a blanket. Wow. I've got Is the thunder coming through on your guys' side or not? No. Uh, uh, yeah, I'd like a blanket, a sewing kit, and a net or a whatever. I have uh, no a, idea a how much a sewing, sewing kit costs because I can't find a tailor kit either. Uh, huh. This whole, my whole life, five <laughs> levels of it, or four levels, <laughs> I didn't have a blanket. Yeah. <laughs> well, well considering you don't wear anything in your room, I can believe that. I'm used to the cold now, bro. It's just your passionate heat is keeping you warm. Oh, wow. like, I just, uh... What's it, burning hands myself? <laughs> we don't want to hear what you do with your hands. <laughs> I don't need my hands even, bro. I'm experienced. So, time passes. You come back with your hammocks. Xerxes has very inflamed hands. And <laughs> various supplies um, sorry, for five days. Yeah, what's up? Weaver's tools. Is that what it is? I think so. No, it's not really right. weaving. But I suppose it will be about the same um, price. We One weaver's weaver's right. tools allow you to create cloth and tailor it into articles of clothing. So it's oh. got the tailoring, oh, okay, thread, sure. needles, scraps of cloth, etc. Perfect. So how much I deduct? 
one gold piece, and then I will total. Edit. Yep. Well, well, no, one gold piece plus one gold piece plus five silver pieces. So two gold, five silver. For all right, thank you. Um, you want me to add it to your inventory so we can keep track of it? Where the fuck yes, is I? Yes, please. Um, right. In case I didn't mention this before, this is an adult or a mature stream. So if you are young <laughs> and listening to this, stop listening. Close your ears, children. Close your ears. <laughs> Why do you mention that now? <laughs> I don't know. I just, just it did. Um, okay. So am I giving you a net or a hammock or a bedroll? <laughs> a hammock, please. I don't know if there is one. Uh, or a net, then. I'll just make a hammock. <laughs> Yeah, we'll, we'll just, just rename the net. Okay. Ah, sod. Excuse me, I've just done something stupid. Uh, what was the other thing that you had? A weaver's kit. Weaver's kit I've given you, the net oh. I've given you. And a blanket, please. Oh yes, blanket. Blankety. The inner right, of us have a blanket. We've got two blankets. Kitty and I are lucky, we don't need blankets. Are you Thank you very to, much. Are you supposed to have two? Okay. Yeah. So, um, anybody else want anything? Peter, Ellen, blanket. No. <laughs> you said you wanted a, a net as well, didn't you? Yeah, I changed net to netted hammock. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> si uh, Katerina. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no. Uh there's going to be a bed open, I'll sleep on the bed. It was just a suggestion, okay. so everybody had a place to sleep. Okay, cool. I'm probably just going to use my bedroll at the end of my bed so that my feet don't, like, lie on the frame <laughs> and, like, kill my ankles. Cool. Um, just while while those, all this is going on and while, you know, the ship is being readied, um, old Doris comes on board and she grabs whoever's available, so whoever wants to be available, um, and she leads you to a little storeroom not too far away from uh, your rooms. And in there you see there's a, a few items of interest. There's some crates that have been left for you. Um, and she says, this is the gear that Albrecht procured for you guys. You can use it however you see fit. Uh, included in this gear, you find a nice studded leather, um, you know, piece of armor. You find two light crossbows, about 40 crossbow bolts, five 50-foot um, ropes, two grappling hooks, 12 torches, two healer's kits, six antitoxins, two potions of healing, and two sacks for carrying treasure. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would, if if possible, um, one of those healer's kits. Yeah. Unless the clerics want one each. Well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to drop it into the party inventory. And you can go and fetch it, whatever, whoever wants whatever, from there. How do you fetch it? Do you drag it into your inventory? Yeah, you just drag the little dragon head into your inventory. Okay. Uh, oh, well, you guys cleric? still have that collection of weapons worth 100 gold pieces. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. Maybe we could sell that in the f while we're waiting for the ship. So, yeah, I yeah. think that would be pretty easy to do. So I'm going to delete it, and then I'm going to distribute 100 gold pieces. Ooh, I almost just... added 1,000. <laughs> By all means, please. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> um, uh, clerics, do you guys want healer's kits, or...? 
uh, a healer's kit. Yeah. Well, what I is that? Uh, it's a kit that healers use. Uh, <laughs> um. Yeah, considering like, you're supposed uh, to be a healer, I'm very, very doubtful about you. Then guys, yes, I, I'll take it. Yes, that is my responsibility. Barry, uh, I've got magics that can do similar, so I think if you want to keep one, you can. Okay, thank you very much. All right, so I'll, I'll grab one, and then Cyan can grab the other one. Cool. Uh, yes, um, Barry, will you show me how these work, please? <laughs> They they work like when you use your magic, just it's more physical. Ah, yeah. okay. Um, the thing is, I don't know how my magic works exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Who does? Who does? Um, excuse <clears throat> me. So, uh, yeah, help you get cells, guys. Uh, you guys can put out whatever you want from there as as needed. Um, yeah, like I said, there's some useful things in there. Um, so feel free. Um, so, shall we fast forward time to disembarking? I just want to inform our cleric about something. The the cyan version, hmm. Mr. Red. <laughs> okay. You can expend a use of a healer's kit to stabilize you as an action uh -huh. to stabilize a creature. Okay, stabilizing. Okay, cool. Without doing a medicine check, maybe oh. we can we can uh, avoid a orcas interest. Okay, sure. Thanks, thanks, for, thanks, bud. I was waiting for Byron to say, "Who's orcas?" <laughs> anyway, I assume it's some kind of metaphor. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, actually, no. <laughs> it is a valuable life lesson for level one characters everywhere. If you want to know more about the legend of Orcus, please dial back to. <laughs> I, I actually, we didn't record that one, did we? <laughs> Damn! Oh, shit. All right. So. Looking, yeah. Um, how many of us are in the party? We're six, hey? You're six plus Bims plus uh, yeah. Oceanus. Okay, sorry, I'm just looking at this antitoxins. It might right. be a good idea for at least somebody, yeah, each person everyone to have one. one. Yeah, Yeah, I think um, everyone just take a look at what's in the bag, some useful stuff. So can we sell, oh, why are you taking pills? I was going to say, why can we sell the small pill, the sardonics and the black pill? Like, we, we, we don't actually need any of that. I'd actually just like to have it. It's really nice. <laughs> Is that okay? Yeah. So. Oh, you can always, you can always embed it in your ear. Yolo. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, I need to haul haul out the calculator. So the four small pearls are worth twelve gold pieces. There's three now. Yeah, there's three <laughs> now. So this is also too quite... <laughs> Nine gold pieces. But anyway, wait, is would anybody else like a small pearl? Uh, good. Give everyone a pearl. Doing twice <laughs> gone. Did he... I make a ring. What happened? It wasn't. It, it closed the whole window. Oh shit! I did the wrong button. That's why. <laughs> Whoops. Okay. Uh, how much is the sardonyx worth? Fifty. Fifty. Hey guys. So our jolly boat. Where is that? It's in the. It's in the sheet. Okay. That's still in the salt marsh. I think. Is it just like? 
Is it just chilling somewhere, like on in the? Pretty dock? sure we just like yeah tied it to a dock and didn't pay mm-hmm. in dock fees. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we we need to return for that. That is ours. And the black pearl. Yeah. The black pearl. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say the black pearl. I would actually, I might, and then and I won't have a use for it. What is the black pearl? Oh, oh no, the black. The pearl. Oh, there was a black pearl. <laughs> I'm sorry, I thought you were talking about your little dinghy is going to be called the black pearl. <laughs> the mild. Or we can keep pearl. that black pearl and like mount it on the ship on the Not little dinghy black. and call it. No, someone's going to steal it. That black pearl is worth like fifty of those ships. <laughs> well, three and a, two and a half, three, uh, four, so... five. You do manage to find buyers for all of those in Seton. I mean, there's quite a few merchants and shit here. Uh, You will get your full price for it. So that's 609 gold pieces. Nice. And I will distribute it. Uh, You'll see that it will be like a little bit more, but because there's always like a little bit of leftover in the party sheet. So eventually it just it does get distributed evenly. Uh, I wondered why that happened. What happened to that leftover gold every time? Yeah, whenever there's a remainder, it basically just sits there. That's cool. It's like a banking savings pocket. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's it's literally your catch change. Unfortunately, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we don't get interest. <laughs> it's it's to pay the dock, the guard at the dock who watches all the boats and like guides them in and out. <laughs> Yeah, sorry, can I ask, this this document that's in our party sheet, that was for um, requesting further supply of ironware as per previous consignments, but we've already, that, that we handed into the council. Yeah, and so we, we can remove that. We can remove that. I'm just looking at junk, that's not... Yeah. Spring cleaning. Oh, you guys have got an idol that's worth 200 gold pieces. Salads. Oh, yeah. An idol of no, what? Wasn't that... One that was supposed to find a buyer for, sir. Yeah, didn't you guys like steal it? Oh yes, from the cave with the the weird yes. cloak thingy. What's it an idol of? It was just some random little idol. Idol of selling. Idol of selling. Wow, I don't know why we've got it then. I, I see we have some interrogation equipment here as well. Wait, what? What? Yeah. Fire pokers. Where? <laughs> Two sacks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm uh, not <laughs> a player. Um, so, yes. Uh, that idol you will find a buyer for as well. So, that's another 200 GP for you guys. So, there we go. And delete Okay, is there anything else in there? Uh, see, there's still two nah. potions of healing in there. Does nobody need a potion of healing? I've got three, so I sort of left it there for people that need. Yeah. Mm, yeah, I've got one. And the standard yeah, three. I've got uh, three. I'm, I'm carrying four, so... Yeah, yeah, anyone who doesn't have, like, at least three? I don't even think I have seen potions. Yeah. Yeah, maybe you should take it. <laughs> yeah, I'll take them both. Does Bums have an in- inventory? <laughs> no. <laughs> we should get him a jacket. Unless he's going to keister it? No. <laughs> and even then, it'd only be a small vial, not a whole flask. 
This is true. This is true. We need to get him a little bag that he can hang around his neck or something. Oh, like a little messenger bag. Just like one of those, um, get one of those tiny, like a fisherman vest, but a tiny one for him. So he can just have all these pockets. Oh no, he's prissy like me. I'm going to cut him (laughs) in something. You could probably make some sort of like, you know, like you get that, um, uh, the haversack that's got like the little pockets that are basically little pockets of, um, holding. Like the bag of holding, but they yeah. can hold a, a smaller a smaller amount. You could probably attempt to get your friend in Salt Marsh to enchant something like that. <laughs> friend in Salt Marsh. <laughs> okay, sure. If you if you've uh, got the coin, it won't be cheap. Yeah. So, well, well while we're on the topic, if you guys ever feel like you're dying and you need some help put your potion in your hand and bums will uh, come and help oh cool okay yes while i'm dying i will hold i take out my potion from my pocket with my last action i think it's more like if you ever if you're ever close to dying make sure you're holding a potion so if you die bums can help you yeah well, at least let him know where it is like where you keep your shit so you can come in uh <laughs> Uh, so you uh, say back pocket in the yeah, back pocket so if there's nothing else um well when we get back before we set way I want to go have a chat with um, the first mate or the captain whichever's closest well the captain is busy and so is the first mate um you do see that on board wearing very white armor is another um dwarf that's looks a little bit more different to the sailors around him because he's wearing long white robes Uh, probably the cleric Mm. that would be an astute observation um and you see if you look at him a little bit more closely you also see that all along his face you know arching across his brows going down to his jaws going underneath his beard like between his beard his beard has been it's long he's got the long beard in the front so his mustache and his beard all fold into one that that hang low but his sideburns between his sideburns and where his goatee sort of would be there's an open patch of skin and these runes are tattooed all the way around his eyebrows, all the way down the sides of his cheeks, and then down along his neck, and then disappear underneath the robes. All right. There's your description of what this bloke looks like. (laughs) And if you approach him, he will steadfastly ignore you because he is busy whispering things under his breath in the warbish. Funny language. Indeed. So, you can find the captain and the first mate. They're on the poop deck, busy shouting commands as they're trying to get the ship ready to go. Well, then I'll go stand by the first mate and I'll wait for it to catch her breath. (laughs) (laughs) She is aware of your presence and eventually relents and says, yes, what is it? I'd just like to find out, can I help your chef prepare meals? I'm no. a chef, Bob. Come no. on. No. <laughs> okay. That would be Go getting on. in the way, wouldn't it? 
you know how big a ship's galley is. Now, can you imagine a ship's galley that was designed for a solitary dwarf um, cook? And now you want to go put your big furry ass in there. No. Go sit in your cabin. We've got work to do. Okay. <laughs> um, am I able to speak to the crew? I yeah, you can speak them. to them. They, they're actually a little bit more friendly towards you, um, considering you are a dwarf. You're not an arctic dwarf, but you are at least a dwarf. Uh, I'm going to ask where they're from. Far north. <laughs> Place you've never yeah. seen before. Yeah, it just sounds strange. A hidden land. Well, it's not so hidden anymore. But, well, the land's still hidden. They aren't. Yeah, pretty much. We're, exper we're explorers and merchants of a sort, they'll basically tell you. Um, the what you, if you Are you going to spend some time, like, over these next few days, also, like, chatting up the crew and that? Yeah. I can give you a little bit more... As long as I don't get thrown out. So... <laughs> what you what you understand is they are basically trying to make coin um and they are explorers they've been sent out by um what would be the right word a confederation of tribes um to find trade partners and to learn more about the world so i wanted to find out while we were busy chatting like mm -hmm. what is their um what yeah, I don't really care about the agreement so much, but what do they know about this um, quest, for lack of a better word? Um, oh, uh, the job. Yeah. Um, they basically tell you that, as far as they know, um, they were hired by Orbrick to provide transportation. Um, they are not being paid to fight. They are being paid to take you to find the ship and recover some property but they don't know what is being recovered um they don't even know exactly where the ship was seen um yeah. what the, all you know the scuttlebutt is basically that there's going to be some searching that needs to be done um and they've been told to keep their eyes peeled for any derelict ships uh, because okay. they know that the general the general area where the ship was last spotted Okay, and I was given a map uh, upon signing the contract, right? Or not a map, a sort of yeah. An yeah, you were, you were given you were given the general location on a map of where the ship was, and that that um, Captain Volgar has got himself. Okay, so uh, so they are aware of it. I don't have to share it with them, and they no. are on the lookout for that. Yeah, they they will also be keeping an eye out for the ship. Okay, or uh, the Emperor of the Waves. I want to sort of like instigate it just in case anything were to happen, but like, or at least have the conversation in the interim. Um, should we run into any troubles with um, uh, with the sea princes? Um, is everyone equipped to defend themselves or the boat, the ship? Um, <laughs> uh I'm going to assume that you'll be talking to the captain or the first mate about this. Yeah, for uh, sure. They are all um, armed. Most of the, the sailors just carry daggers and things, um, but they assure you that there are a, a number of harpoons and things that can be brought out um, should the need arise to defend the ship. I mean, these, I, these dwarves are not, are not pussies. They, you can see, they, they yeah. know their business. 
they've weathered many a thing. Yeah, boy. I'm I'm going to challenge the captain to an arm wrestle, seeing as uh, that he brought it up when we first <laughs> Well, I mean, over over the next few days, uh, that's something that could definitely happen. I'm just busy looking for something. Sorry, I've I've something. Something very odd has happened here, and I don't know why. I'm trying to find the correct sound set. Um, in case I haven't mentioned it, which I don't think I have, our epic sounds are by Sirenscape. Please go check them out. Sirenscape.com um, Sure, but my brain is like completely not working again for some reason. Oh, there we go. Uh, give me a second. I just need to install something because it looks like it's gone and redone my files. Okay, well, that's busy. If a spell is uh, verbal or somatic, whatever, mm -hmm. uh, how loud does one have to say that? Or can you say it so softly, you, like you're basically wording it? No, you, you need to actually enunciate the way magic or the magical system works is that you actually need to say it clearly. Okay. So it needs to be at least at least in a spoken voice, not a whisper. And you say the spell itself. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, basically the way that this is my understanding and it's probably still a little bit of the old school D&D as well. Um, particularly with not so much with sorcerers sorcerers learn their power you know you get you learn your spells and you can access them at will a wizard for example would normally have their spell book where they learn the spell and to activate this the spell they basically hold the magic in their mind and when it comes to casting that spell they use the final gestures and phrases of the spell to complete it at that time so I think a sorcerer is very similar, but the gestures and words that you use just unlock that innate power of yours. Okay, so I, I kind of uh, I liken it to, and I'm sure, I think a few of us have read it, like um, that, that like Aragorn series. Yeah. Like you literally have to, in your mind, think about what you're trying to do, and then you yeah. will like string together like ancient words. To, to make it happen yeah it's precisely that um the way they describe most magics for this is it's, it's basically like a formula like you've memorized a formula and you're basically completing the formula on the chalkboard you know by saying it out loud yeah. uh, to complete the spell to unlock it um, so that you access the weave the weave of magic i'm with you so like i was thinking the other day just to add a little bit of flair um, I don't know if you guys have watched Helsing, the anime, yes. where there's that, the dude that controls fire, where he does that like flick with his fingers. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be doing a whole bunch of that. <laughs> that that's, that's, my <laughs> that's what I want. This is the stuff that we crave. <clears throat> um, any of you spellcasters, go for it. Mm -hmm. However you want to flavor your shit, uh, if you want to flavor the way you do combat, However you guys want to do it, Siren, if you want to favor the way you do your singing, I think you do pretty much with your flute. Go for it, please. That is all part of the RPing. But, cool. anyway, uh, how are we for time? Okay, it is currently 8 o'clock. Do you want to take a five-minute break? And then when we get back, we will start the expedition to find the Emperor of the Waves. Yes, oh, please. Sound like a plan. 
This awesome. Was... Thank you, folks, and chat. Uh, we will be right. And we're back. Welcome back to the stream, everybody. So we were going into the expedition from Seton. Um, as the soul of winter's crew gets the ship ready, the sun sinks to just above the horizon as it starts making its way out. And the way in which it does this is unlike most things, where most of the other ships in this port are um, basically tugged out by its you know, smaller boats. Um, the Soul of Winter has a unique advantage. The dwarf that I described to you earlier, that the captain called Weatherrain, um, he stands, he starts walking towards the front of the ship and the crew you now very differentially make way for him. And as he stands on the, on the bow, he drops those robes and you see his all of his you know all around his arms those tattoos are basically curling around his arms and he starts intoning in a very deep voice that sounds like something from the very depths of the ocean itself and it's almost like an avatar type moment where all of those runes on his face and on his arms start to glow with a deep blue light not unlike what you've seen Carcarius and Cyan sometimes summon as well. So you gather that this is some sort of connection to either Procan or Osprim, but you are not particularly certain which entity this dwarf is invoking. But as he does this, you see a slight glow along the rails of the ship as well, as a wind comes out of nowhere and starts to angle the sails itself themselves with the help of the crew and start steering the ship out of port and towards the south this lasts for probably around 10 minutes or so before the ruins on his arms and face stop glowing and he kind of slumps to the deck gathers himself gathers his robes puts them on and heads below deck at which point the crew opens up the sails fully, everything gets angled, and the captain and the first mate go about shouting no, their usual orders for making proper sail. Uh, I am not going to belabor the search too much for the ship, um, but I am going to ask for some perception checks. Um, it takes around six days for the soul of winter um, to find uh, the derelict of the Emperor of the Waves. And yeah, give me those perception checks, please. I like my shield. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Slightly different from the last roll. <laughs> well, I'm sobered up, I guess. So is the dwarf. <laughs> well, after that, I mean, there's a fair amount of alcohol on board, but I mean, the captain would discourage you from becoming too um, inebriated. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, don't I, I don't have a tail in my eyes anymore either, apparently. Yeah. No. 
So with those very good rolls, um, as the ship starts approaching, um, the Salt of Winter, the captain orders orders it to basically pull up along the right-hand side, the starboard side um, of the Emperor of the Waves. You see that the ship appears to be derelict. Um, in the the gloom, um, I mean, it's, it, the, the sea is it's, it's, it's exceptionally misty. There's a lot of spray around the ship itself. Um, you notice that it's the hulk of the ship, as you start getting clearer and you start to say, you start seeing more details, you notice that the masts have been shorn off. There are no masts on the main deck anymore. Um, you can also see who got... Wow. Why did you two get like 23s? I mean, really? In the 21. <laughs> you can also see that um, parts of the deck and the side of the ship seem to be damaged. But you're not completely certain what by. You also see that uh, the figurehead on the front of the ship, once you pull up alongside about 500 feet away, um, appears to have once been a majestic, um, like angelic statue of a kind or a figure of a kind. Um, but it looks like it's been hacked and defiled and disfigured. Their wings have been hacked off, basically. You know, what would have been the angelic face has been marred. Um, you hear a number of the crew and even old Walgar um, himself, you know, like making comments about how amazed they are that this thing is still afloat. Um, you also notice that, um, and I'm going to put it to you this way. Cyan, you have a background in carpentry, correct? Correct. You in particular notice that the damage that has been suffered, while definitely very heavy and, you know, um, mostly contained to the upper decks, you th think it looks consistent with perhaps a typhoon's damage or perhaps a tidal wave of sorts. Um, you know, you've seen something similar before. Um, you can also you also notice this is you now, Cyan. You notice that the um, ship lists ever so slightly to its port side. Um, hmm. You figure that there's something wrong with its ballast. Something has swif has shifted, has swifted. Where the fuck did that come? Has shifted its ballast to the port side, basically. Um, but eyeballing it, you don't think that the, the, the incline that this has created is too steep at all. It shouldn't be hazardous or, or difficult to traverse. Um, you also notice that, and this is now you guys with the high rolls, that the ship appears to ride quite low in the water, um, possibly because of flooding, but you're not sure. Um, Walgar also tells you uh, that he suspects that this ship will probably not make the trip back if they attempt to tow it. So he tells you, and I'm going to do my dwarf voice again. I don't think you should take your time with this one. Get in, get what you came for, and get the fuck out. We'll wait here. I'll send uh, send you over with, with a skiff, 
and they'll wait around 200 feet, about halfway between that piece of junk and my ship. You can wave to them, and they'll come and pick you up. Mm. Why don't you say a prayer to the fallen crew of the ship? Um, that's a really good idea. Um, but I don't know who they were. They could have been like, you know, bad guys. Would she appreciate either way? Pray for a lost soul. Maybe, but if they didn't really worship Osprum, I don't know. Then pray for the ship. God. <laughs> mm, I don't know. I want to take oh, a better look I at the see. ship first. Pray oh, that the ship still survive until we get on it and get off. Yes, that's a very good idea. Um, so you can take other people's suggestions and do it yourself, but when I suggest something... <laughs> All I'm saying is that they're dead already, and like I think their souls are probably gone. Um, so, I mean, like it's not like it's going to just, just saying, if there are ghosts on that ship, it's your fault. <laughs> what are the chances? Well, go ahead. You had to say that. <laughs> Although ghost dragon sound like a good idea. <coughs> God, this would have been a perfect time for a ghost dragon. Sorry. <laughs> um, that's a good idea. I think Sion will take a knee and like just pray for safe travel and for the seas to be calm while we're on that, on that boat. Well, I, I mean, didn't mean to steal your punchline. <laughs> <laughs> the seas are fairly calm. As I say, there's just a lot of spray and mist in the air around the ship for some reason. Um, as you guys board this rowboat with two of the dwarves, um, and they start rowing you along with Oceanus um, across, as you get about halfway to the Emperor, I'm just going to say the Emperor because it's just like, saying the Emperor of the Waves the whole time is going to be tiresome. Um, I would like you to all make me a nature check, please. Okay. Oh. Not sure. Whoosh. No. Wow. <laughs> oh, it's so cool to see everyone's colors. Very nice. Oh my god, he's there. So. Carcarius, you know fuck all. <laughs> Siren, you know fuck all. Uh, Carolus and Beiru. Yes, you too. Um, cyan? No, not even cyan. Um, you two what? notice that as you get Corollas, close... yeah, he's Roll looking at perception. Did I look? No, what? Are... Oh shit! I looked at at perception. Sorry, my my bad. Yeah, my I was bad. about to say. Oh, only what, said, what, what about cyan? Sorry, <laughs> I, <laughs> I had a parallax error, and I saw the nature, but it was actually Beiru's nature that I was looking at. Um, okay, so Beiru, only you notice the following. Um, as you're approaching the ship and getting it closer, you inspecting the damage that you see on the hull, um, and you kind of disagree with the dwarves and science assessment of it. Um, you notice what is very clearly marks um, on this ship that shows that it has recently come under attack from some sort of so seagoing creature. Some of the markings are a little bit too uniform. Okay. Too perfect to be caused by a storm. All right. 
that. Then I'll turn to Cyan and I'll say Osprum pet hit ship. Huh? <laughs> what? Sorry, what was that? Osprum's pets hit ship. Osprum's pets? Probably more Procan, I think, would have pets like that. Um, Osprum and Procat's babies hit ship. <laughs> Maybe. She must have had a very good reason. Um, how far are we away are we from the boat? And then I'll, I'll just point it out and I'll say ship was attacked. Probably a hmm. closer now, about about maybe a hundred to fifty feet away from the ship. Hundred and fifty, okay. A hundred to fifty. Oh, because um, I'd like to call. You see, there's like a there's like a fog or a mist hanging yeah. around it. There's a lot of sea like spray to, and mist around. Yeah. Can I cast gust at mm -hmm. the boat? You'd like <laughs> to try gust away all this mist because it sounds suspicious. I'm sus. Okay, so you're casting gust of wind. Uh, yes. What is Gust of Wind's area of effect? It's 60 foot long and 10 feet wide oh, yeah, from me. And it says the that? gust disperses gas or vapor. Is anybody standing in front of Cyan? I'll, I'll go, no, I'll be in front of the boat. <laughs> like, I figure I'm not going to put someone off the boat. I'll be like on the mast, you know, okay. like hands so, out. Yeah, I'll, our boat just moves backwards instead. <laughs> <laughs> um, so as you cast the spell and this, no, not gentle breeze the strong gust of wind picks up from uh well i mean you can angle it however you want how do you want it to come straight from you towards the ship do you want it to come from a bit of an angle do you want it to sweep this the ship you know like horizontally across in front of you or how, how do you want this wind to um i guess as long as it doesn't hinder our approach i'll just make it like blow away like away from us not so that we don't have to like you know yeah, yeah just away okay so as you as you do this, um, it's sort of like a wave of this mist. It does part and it does clear, and you you get a bit of a clearer view. You can see that um, parts of the ship are like embellished um, with you know like gold filigree and that. You can see why it was called the Emperor of the Waves. Uh, once upon a time, it must have been actually kind of like ostentation ostentatiously. I can't get the word out of my mouth. Decorated as well you can see like the rails and things have this gold fillery on uh, most of it is painted black though it looks like in a lot of the places you know the paint is sort of like worn and peeling away um but the mist flows away and along with this um gust how long does the gust last for um i think it's pretty long it's a concentration up to a minute up to a minute so yeah. and for a minute this thing will just are you going to just let it go for a minute and um yeah as we're going forward i'm just continuously keeping it clear like i don't want any surprises or shit so i'm just okay. like moving the wind around like just trying to like sweep the fog away Andrews, and in a minute you will you will get you'll get there um as the dwarves you know start getting closer and you start getting within that 10 feet um, you know, width of your gust, um, they they do mention to you that um, it's going to be a bit difficult to board the ship. But yeah, the, with the mist and that cleared, you don't see any figures or movement. You also don't see any, you know, like um, portholes or anything on the, on, on the hull of the ship. There's no, like, exterior, you know, large holes or damage, you know, to that extent. Most of it is more like scrapes along the hull and, like, no finer cracks and things nothing that's really making it unseaworthy at this point 
Yeah. Okay, cool. Thanks. So, as you come alongside, because um, you're on the starboard side, so it's a little bit raised on your end. Um, how are you guys going to be climbing up on this thing? Firstly, when we get near it, I'm going to bang on the hull. It makes a very low sound, but it doesn't travel very far. It's very localized. Uh, is there uh, an anchor chained down? No, there is no anchor. The ship is adrift. The ship is adrift. Did we get to the ship now? Sorry, that was a long call, guys. Sorry. No problem. Yeah, no problem. you guys have arrived at the ship. Um, it is listing slightly to port, Ellen. Um, there seems to be some damage that was first thought to be perhaps by waves or a typhoon or something. But as you guys are moving closer on this rowboat, uh, Beiru noticed that it's more likely caused by some sort of seagoing creature. Um, you guys are now about to attempt to board, and I was just asking how you want to do that. Okay, so seeing as our glorious leader didn't think to leave us some climbing kits i've got a climbing I'm gonna, hook i'm going to take out my two crowbars <laughs> and i'm going to <laughs> climb up with the two crowbars i can fly up uh give me a rope and i'll tie it onto something but i i want to look under the ship first and look in the water if well, it's clear what's, what's weird is i just noticed now i described that there were two grappling hooks and yet in that parcel on fantasy grounds i see it didn't add grappling hooks so you guys have two grappling hooks as well as those coils of rope eh? so if you are going to fly up and just tie the rope off to the rails I would, I would first like to look under the boat uh if um if the water is clear enough to have a look the water here is very dark and you can't really see into it okay unless so you, you want to actually go for a swim yeah uh, i would uh, oh. Leave my boat on the rowboat and have a jump in there. Or leave everything, actually. And have a good oh, jump in. Just don't forget nuts, please. Have you got dark vision? <laughs> I do. Okay. He does. So I'm trying to think did I rule, was it with you, Richard, how yeah. dark vision works underwater? I think we tried to develop it for Gus. I seem to recall something to the effect of you you can see, but you still see with disadvantage underwater. Yeah, I think oh. it was more, that was when we were building Orcus, because he didn't have dark vision, but we were debating how he'd how be able work. to see yeah. underwater. Yeah. So it was a case of he'd be able to see underwater, because it's his natural environment, but dark vision wouldn't be a thing on land. Yeah, also true. Uh, who's linking Candle of the Deep? Um, Xerxes, you could, uh, take this with you. What is it? It's a candle, but it burns underwater. Oh, interesting. Yeah, you know, it's pretty dark under there. I don't want you to, like, bump your head or anything. So I thought light this, you had that shit. <laughs> light this bad boy up and, uh, yeah, take it with. If I can't see underwater and that is the case, then yes, I'll, I will definitely take that candle with me. Be aware, it lasts for an hour. The candle sheds bright light in a five-foot radius and dim light for an additional five feet. So it's going to help, but not a lot. Oh, any help is, is welcomed, I guess. All right. So 
what exactly as you dive into the water and you're looking um at the hole what are you trying to are you looking at the hole itself or are you scanning the water around the hole what what yeah, are you looking yeah. for essentially looking for any sort of damage under the boat um like distinct markings or scrapings or whatever um and then yeah just sort of if there's any creatures around um I mean, a lack of fish to me would be alarming, but I guess. So um, give me, give me two rolls. Um, looking at the markings on the hole itself, give me an investigation check, just a straight check, um, and then make me a perception check with disadvantage to you know for looking at the surrounds into the deeper waters. Yeah. So you don't find anything on the hole um, other than very similar marks to what you saw on the sides of the ship. You also see the similar markings underneath it. Peering deeper into the dark waters around you, you don't see any creatures. You don't see fish. You don't see nothing. Um, no sharks, no fish, no nothing whatsoever. You don't You don't even see like smaller sea creatures. It's almost as if the area around the ship is dead. Okay. Um... Gosh, okay, I'm gonna fly back to the, well, swim up to the uh, to the boat, grab all my things, and then fly over the ship um, and sort of throw the candle up aboard. Well, let me do this quickly. I'm going to, oh God, I hope that this, uh, give me two seconds. I just need to check line of sight definitions, yeah? Ah, oh, fantastic. Then... Wait, my candle! <laughs> All right, so you are flying over. I'm going to share a map with you lot. Oh God, that's probably not a good idea. Throwing a lit candle onto a boat. It's only a candle. Like, yeah, it's, it'll actually be fun. It gives off the heat of a normal candle, but doesn't go out in water. I'm just thinking like uh, a candle to light a ship of solid wood is going to take long. Yeah, and it's been at sea, I'm sure it'll be fine. Yeah, it'll be fine. Yeah, you also... I will give you a description in a little bit. So, is Bims flying around with you? Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to drop everybody along the starboard side. We'll be quite high though, hey? Like, maybe 60 feet above. I don't want to uh, get attacked by any invisible trolls or anything. <laughs> Invisible trolls or anything? Oh, there will never be such a thing. Right. <laughs> um, I just want to check on the stream. Is that actually showing? Yes, it is. I just want to increase it a little bit and make the map a little bit wider. There we go. Um, all right. So let me read something to you um you're flying how high above the deck 60 foot about 60 feet so you the first thing that's very apparent which i've just noticed which is quite funny so i'm going to uh, i actually need to disable this now interestingly it won't let oh shit i'm on the wrong one that's why um I want to open something up quickly with the line of sight definitions. They have not set it up. They set it up as walls. Son of a 
Never mind. Okay, those masks that you see there, you can see over them because they are broken off. Um, you also see exactly what um, Cyan pointed out, that the deck is listing slightly to the port side. You can see that um, the quarter deck and the forecastle are empty. You also see that there are these short wooden stumps that are all remain of the masts on the ship. You also see that there are a set of, well, there is a set of double doors leading to the fore and to the aft cabins. Um, though these doors appear to be intact, um, as does the metal grate that you can see um, on the deck itself. Uh, you guys can't see it, eh? Yet. No. No, so that's awesome. That's fine then. Um, yeah, you, you assume that this um, grate leads down to the lower decks. Um, other than the rhythmic creak of the ship's timbers, all is quiet. Okay, is the, is the ship wet at all, like, on deck? Uh, yeah, the ship is quite slick. Okay, so I, like, I could, uh, does it look like it's from the weather, or does it look like uh, sort of seawater, I guess? Is there like a seaweed or, I don't know, sea plant flora type stuff on the, on the, the deck? Okay, I get what you're putting down. Um, yeah. No, this ship does not look like it's been dragged up from the depths. <laughs> okay. no, it's, it's basically <laughs> just the, the general sea spray around the ship that's made the deck a little bit wet. Okay. All right. Um, no movement. I can't hear anything other than what you just described. Yeah. Just the squeaking of the timbers. Okay. I'll fly back down and I'll say, can I see somewhere where I can tie a rope onto before I go down? Yeah. You can, you can tie the rope onto the rails fairly easily. Okay, cool. I'm going to, I'm going to fly down. Um, how, how strong am I in terms of flight? Like, can I carry someone? No, you can't carry somebody. Okay. I'm going to go grab that rope and I'll say, guys, uh, no movement. I'll explain everything I saw, blah, blah, blah. I'll grab a rope to go and help tie it on. All right. Okay. Easily done. Who's offering up the rope? Um, yeah, I guess I'll go. How as well. far away are we? I've got some rope. Um, the ship, it's, as it's currently um, on the starboard side, that side is probably around 20 feet from, you know, uh, from the sea. Okay, I'll slowly start descending because I've got rope on me. I don't have to fly back to the boat. Okay. Um, until, uh, yeah, like sensing around if I hear, feel anything uh, out of the ordinary or unseemly, I'll stop to take a look. Um, very cautious. Uh, yeah, and slowly descend until I get to that rail. Okay, so as you start descending and you get to that rail, um, you it won't, I'm not going to like belabor it and say, you know, give me a slight of handshake. You manage to tie a sturdy knot, um, and you do you let the rope just hang over the side for your companions to join you? Yeah, might as well. Uh, I'll keep sight. Uh, I'll, fl I'll sort of go 30 feet up again and sort of have an eye. Okay. So the rest of you guys, I'm going to move you onto the deck now. Um, so, before we go up, I just want to say to the, the dwarves, are they staying on the boat? Yes. That we're rowing up. 
Yeah. All right. They, they, they tell to... you that they're going to be rowing out to about 200 feet away, but they'll keep oh. eye eye on on the main deck um, for you guys and come quickly. If they if there's see trouble. You yeah. If they see you, you know, shouting or waving or whatever. All right. I tell them um, that if they see like a bright light, um, like go up into the air, then they must like summer come okay. as well. Awesome. They will take your instruction to heart. Uh, that candle of the deep is lying on the deck, right? Yeah. I guess so. Okay, so then I'm not going to require um, a perception check from you guys as you get up here. You do notice, as the candle is busy rolling around on the deck, it's highlighting what appears to be bloodstains all over the deck. Do they look fresh? Uh, give me a medicine check, please. Anybody who wants to. Yeah, I'll take a look. And now. Oh, just as I was like bouncing around. <laughs> oh, wait, that's nature. Never mind. That was nature. <laughs> I'm preoccupied with this, with, with where, why there isn't any seaweed. No, man. Roll, re roll with, with medicine, man. You said you were doing it, so just re-roll. Okay, cool. I was them anyway. Use wow. your nature one. <laughs> That's, oh, there not, we go. That's not bad. That's not bad. So, yeah. Um, you guys, except for Corollas, <laughs> who missed it by one point, strangely, but true, Peter. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, you guess that or your best guess is this blood is around two or three days old. It's difficult to tell because of the deck being moist itself. Um, but yeah, your best estimate, it's, it's at least a few days old. Okay, so, well, I think we must be cautious here. And this ship went missing? Yeah, when this ship went. Ship? This ship went missing years ago. Oh. So uh, maybe it was to... taken by the sea princes, and then now they've just been slaughtered on you by ghost dragons. It was abandoned. Yeah, that grate that's over there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the grate that you can see through, right? Correct. The the to, toward to to the cargo hold, so I'll go carefully to there and have a look, see if I can look in. And so you're going to be moving. Are you, how how are you guys? If you guys are moving, I just want to know ahead of time. How are you moving? Are you moving like Beirut carefully, stealthily? Yes, always. Okay, so if you move, um, tell me where you want to be on this deck. Well, don't. I've locked the tokens. Let's test if the token thing works now with Fantasy Grounds Unity. No, no, you like drag your tokens to where you want to be. Uh, okay. I want to be 60 oh, foot cool. in the air there. Oh. With bums. Oh, wow. What's, what does it do? It's a colorful. Oh, That's pretty cool. Yeah, it uses your dice colors to indicate who you are. But the one uh, thing that I'm supposed to be seeing, which I'm not, is the little tick or cross to approve or disapprove the. Oh, boy. Oh wait, I'm looking on the wrong. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> I don't know. It's not sticking everywhere. <laughs> oh, there we go. That was weird. You, you just ran. That was great. You could actually see Syed run in a circle. There. 
show. Yeah. And, and, and he's still standing skewed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So through that grate, you can see a ladder. Um, but the grate itself, as you get closer, you see that it, is, it seems to be rusted shut. Um, it can be opened if you want to try and wrench it open. Um, it can also be smashed. Um, I have a crowbar. Me, but before you do that, give me a perception check, please. You who um, are looking into the grate. Pims and I are like, let's call it 40 feet in the air, <laughs> starting for anything unseemly. Uh, right. Movements other than our own or whatever. Sure thing. What's going on? Who's standing next to me here? I am. Shorty. Mm, I'm going there sneakily. I'm sneaking a peek through the, the grate. Alright, so... Uh, yeah, with you guys moving around that, you can all give me a stealth check as well, please. But was that perception check now for looking through the grate, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Okay, awesome. Yeah. Um, so Beiru and Carcarius, uh, Corollas, you are the blindest dwarf ever, apparently. <laughs> um, but Carcarius and Beiru, you notice that... Um, as you're looking through, you see something that is probably just as well that Corollas didn't notice. Running along the floors in the wall um, below you through this grate, you can see fist-sized spiders crawling and running around. Um, oh, hell no. And I want to just check those stealth, stealth rolls. Yeah, when they hear Corollas stomp close to the grate, <laughs> they scatter. That's why he didn't see them. <laughs> Narratively speaking. Towards me? Are they coming towards No. They scatter into the dark and, you know, we out of sight from the, the, the grate, but you can't see them. Okay. okay. So I'll Biggest. use a crowbar to pry this thing open. I'll, I think... No, I don't have a crowbar. Do I have a crowbar? Thought I'm, I I'm going to whisper, whisper to Beiru. Yes, Remember last time we went down a hole? Down the side of worms. Shush. Help me. <laughs> All right. yeah, I'll, I'll prop... Use the back of my um, trident to prop from the other side. Alright, so get applying some leverage. Um, yep. So, uh, if you're using a crowbar, you get advantage on that anyway. So, give me a, a strength athletics check, please. Athletics advantage. Athletic. Mm -hmm. Athletic. Thank goodness. <laughs> um, I just want to check something here. This was interesting, peculiar, but interesting. Um, I'm assuming. Huh? One there are ghost spiders. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Sorry, no. A confusion with the map itself. Okay, no, okay. Um, I 
interesting because this I am assuming yeah this is main deck this is lower deck cool uh, so yeah, with that 21, you absolutely managed to pry open the rusted grate um, and move it aside. Um, it's about 10 feet down uh, to what you what looks like the lower deck. Okay. And then but I'll you can actually corona. see there directly below this grate where you're looking down, there seems to be another um uh, like cargo hatch on that floor that you're looking down onto okay and i'll turn to corollas and i'll say <clears throat> age before beauty say, did you see anything nope did not see anything you can go down the ladder safe <laughs> That's bullshit. I, i'm gonna like try catch berries i just go like a really <laughs> all right um so yeah, i'm gonna s sneak down is there a ladder how much uh, yeah there's a ladder leading downwards um it's sort of like bolted into the side of the the wall so we... uh, the rest of you guys i know i know xerxes is flying about 40 feet up in the air um Kokarius has helped with the hatch cyan and siren what are you guys doing um I'm at a door over here. Mm -hmm. um, I'm thinking at least the captain's quarters. It would be a pretty good guess. What are you doing, Siren? I will keep an eye out and uh, prepare to help anyone indeed. Okay, something to notice. Note. Sorry, not notice. Something to note about this new movement me mechanic with the locking of tokens. You cannot move through walls. That's even, good. Even That's if good. I approve it, you can't do it. <laughs> so, like that mast, you need to walk around. <laughs> Fantastic. I just want to put me on the one side of the mast and Bim's on the other side. So, yeah, I suppose I, I don't share his vision, so I can't see what he's seeing. So it doesn't really help me. Well, he, but... can, he can communicate telepathically instantly. So, yeah, I, I get I get what you what you what you want. So, that is so cool. I, I have a question just out of character. Yeah. Why don't we get the water dude to go check around the bottom of the ship? Because you didn't think of it. No, because <laughs> just sending me to die. Who's the water dude? Ashanas. Oh, Why is the water dude? He's a water elf. He's a Hey, the DM can't think of everything for you, fuckers. <laughs> That's true. So, Oceanus is just like standing there, watching everything, having his mixed feelings about being back on board a ship. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it still remains pretty quiet. Um, peering over the side there, Corollas, you don't see anything strange. All you see is what appears to be the actual cargo hatch um, down below. So yeah, you can move down there. Um, I think, um, just so that I can get an order of how everything is going, will you guys all roll initiative for me? This is not going into combat. This is just so that I can say, like, you go, you, what are you doing? What are you doing? Blah, 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 blah. 
That's just what the DM says before someone like attacks from the shadows. <laughs> yeah. I get it. In uh, it's not for us to be organized. It's to organize all the minions that are hiding. Why am I first? Oh, hell I'm yeah. That last. one. What? Uh, did you roll for um, Bims, Ellen? Sorry, I haven't rolled yet. My rolls are atrocious tonight. Oceanus is a 14. And uh, straight oh, decks, eh? Yeah, yeah, straight decks. So it's taking a little while for it to actually pop in. Wow, okay, that's another 21. Alrighty. So, I will start at the top. Xerxes, what are you doing? Oh, um... Yeah, the same thing. Like, I'm just... I'm really, really cautious at the moment because this thing, this ship went missing for 10 years or something stupid. Mm -hmm. uh, and... Uh, um, I'm yeah. I'm just really weary. So Bims and I, on both of our turns, we're just going to be keeping an eye. All right. Cool. Hi. So um, give me give me a perception check for both you and Bims, then please. Let's get it out of the way because he's not too far away. And Siren, you said you were also like watching, but I would like in my turn mm -hmm. to detect magic. Ah. Oh, my TV just went off. Give me a sec. Screensaver. <laughs> God I damn it. she is tearing. Uh... That was not an indictment of my, my DMing that it was. It took so long for you to do anything that your screensaver <laughs> came on. Oh, it's been an hour and a half, apparently, where, or almost two hours, where, yeah, two hours. I haven't uh, touched my TV remote. And my TV thinks that nothing's happening on screen because it's oh, of course. To computer. But I mean, in the meantime, you're using your Xbox remote. Yeah, exactly. All right. So with those, yeah, you don't notice anything strange um, below decks as well, where you are because you're like sort of hovering above where the crate has now been opened. Um, it's still like super duper quiet all around you. You just hear. You know, the, the gentle caress of the waves against the hull and the squeaking, creaking timbers around you. Uh, cool. Siren, you are casting direct uh, direct magic. Yes, direct magic. That sounds better. Yeah. It sounds more bard-like. Yeah. Um, so you cast direct magic, and that is a 30-foot radius, right? Yes. So do you remember how to make radius, radii? It is a button on my keyboard. There's also another way. You can uh, also right-click on the map now, left-click yeah. on pointers, and select the draw circle. Oh. Okay. And then make and then... make a thirty uh, foot um, circle. There we go. Wow. I think we just need to redirect it onto you. Yes. There we go. Perfect. So all around you, um, Cyan, are you wearing anything magical? How long does this last, though? I've got my amulet. You're casting it as a spell. Yes. Okay. Um, so you're, what you're noticing is basically your companions around you. 
Cyan, his mm -hmm. amulet starts to glow. Mm -hmm. On Beiru, Beiru, mm -hmm. are you wearing your braces? Braces. Beiru's braces start to glow. Um, Corollas, his clothes start to glow with a faint blue light. Xerxes. Also my clothes, eh? Xerxes is flying above you guys with no underwear on. <laughs> oh, nice. Not looking up. <laughs> For the fans. My only fans, you guys can deposit gold into the <laughs> Into the what? Into the stacks that we collected. Uh, I thought you said into the slot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my. Uh, Bums will be coming around later for donations. <laughs> Just but, a little fez hat. Can I like? By the way, my cloak is also glowing, eh? Move uh, yes. towards. That's also true. But other than the things that your companions are wearing, you don't notice any anything else. If I move towards but, that closed door and try and look through it. Uh, which closed door? There's no one there. Is that there? Who is in front of Cyan? Oh, so you're moving up to... I'm uh, also doing. Wait, show me where you're moving. Show me all the things. Okay, so you're walking up to there and you're opening it. So, yes, I'm doing that. As you open up into this room, um, I'm going to read a little something to you as well. And Cyan, you standing now, as Siren like pushes her way through in front of you, um, you see that in this room, a rough stone altar dominates it, basically. You also see that there are strange markings covering its surface. You see dried mud cakes the floor around it, and there appears to be humanoid skulls ringing the wall above. You, um, and each of these skulls is mounted on a wooden spike. The corners of this room are also piled with like garbage and debris. Um, it looks like crudely cut wooden logs, you know, bunches of smashed furniture. You see torn sacks and shattered crates. You see like small palm, uh, piles of palm fronds um, on the floor as well and in, in these corners. Um, you can also see that on the, no, I must get it right, starboard side, the right hand side of the ship, um, mm -hmm. in the southeastern corner basically, um, is a staircase that seems to descend below decks. And there is a rank acrid odor in the air. Um, regarding your particular spell that you've cast, mm. you do not detect any magic in this room, though. Okay. So, are you doing anything else? Are you moving into the room to investigate more, or what would you like to do? You still have some movements. You only used what? 20 feet? 20, I can't remember. I think I found the crew guys. <laughs> they're they're, they're kind of dead. Well, I think we suspected that from all the blood. There's like but... some weird markings over here. 
engraved over here. Does it smell bad? It's very bad. Uh, it smells rank. Death. Moist. <laughs> clammy, and it's like just bad. Okay. Alright, anything else on your turn? Or? I'll just move out of the way, so if Cyan wants to see or look or peer, you can just do that. I think that's, yeah, that's Cyan. Alright. Um, I have just noticed that it is 5 to 9. So, do you guys want to continue for a little bit? That was ominous. I would like to do it, but only can. Good. No, I'm okay with going a bit longer. Okay. Yeah. So, Siren's turn ends. What's Bims doing? Wait, Bims was also perceiving, so... Yeah, but I, I was thinking about it like... Um, if he can only speak telepathically with people that I, that he can see, uh, I, I believe. So, I'll just have him like... Like a, like a, a mosquito in everyone's heads. Um, but like alternating between people just to let them know that he's there if they see anything that they can reach out to. Oh, okay. So he's basically just like like, like an open connection. <laughs> now he yeah. can communicate simple ideas, emotions, and images telepathically with any creature within 100 feet of it that can understand a language. It's like, it's like a seance. <laughs> so you heard what I said through Bims. Which brings us to Oceanus. Oceanus is going to like see siren and cyan over here and he's curious so he's going to move over to like see what's going on he can't communicate with you guys but he's just gonna hang around there um but you see he is carrying a trident and a light crossbow on him so he is well equipped to join you guys uh next up is carcarius what are you doing? Cool. What the hell? Who's who's who is that yours? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was trying to. I did it, and I was like, "Wait, how do I clear this?" And then instead of clearing it, I like moved back and forth. So. <laughs> yeah, I think to clear it, there's a different thing you have to do. But I can't remember what yeah. it is now. I I also experienced that problem. Yeah. Okay, but I want to <laughs> have a peer into the store. Okay, so you oh, open fortune. the door very very cautiously <laughs> okay um yeah well i assume that you guys are, are busy uh, being very very cautious uh let me just get my notes quickly for this one. Oh shit you can't actually open that wait <laughs> my bad i got the doors confused um so as you go to open this door um it does start giving you know a little bit but then it seems to like get stuck on something. Um, if you want to try and force it open, uh, give me and a... I pull it or, or pull it. E either way, um, <laughs> it seems to it seems to be sticking on something. Uh, give me a DC. No, I'm not going to tell you the DC. Give me a strength athletics <laughs> check. Okay. Uh, this will be your action for this turn. You heave with all your might, but you fail to get the door open. And, uh, I, I, I prefer to think I try and pull the push door. <laughs> cool. <laughs> you could say that. Works. <laughs> all right. Um, and that will be your action for this turn. 
Carolus, you are standing near the ladder. What do you decide to do? Uh, stealthily climb down the ladder. Okay. Is anyone down there? No. Not that you can see. You've got dark vision, right? So, no, you don't see I anything down there. Down there. Um, as you climb down... Uh, give me a second. I need to get yet another note. I'm going to be moving you to the other map. That's same map, but different place. Uh, unfortunately, I also need to move somebody else there so that the people on the stream can see what's going on. One second. This will, I need like three monitors. I need to get another monitor for this. This is too much. <laughs> and so, alrighty. I want to go halfway down the ladder and then start looking around. Halfway down and start looking around. Yes, and then if I don't see anything, just go down. Alrighty. Um, Alright, just want to swap back to the other window again. And I just need to check something here. So, as you start climbing down the ladder, and you have a look around you, um, you can see that towards the northern side and towards the southern side of this hallway, there are many like little doorways leading into what you assume to be cabins. You also notice that um, the this hallway is filled with what appears to be sheets of webbing making it very difficult to see anything very clearly um yeah what would you like to do further start climbing up the ladder <laughs> so carolus very shortly appears back on the main deck I only have a black screen on my map. Uh, click on your icon. It should should give you a line of sight then. Icon? icon. Um, no, I can't see my icon. On the combat tracker, double click on your, oh. your icon there. It should center the map for you. Otherwise, I can do this somehow. That's interesting. You people have just been forced to see my view. I think. Nope. Did that not do anything? Serious? Mm -hmm. What kind of bullshit is this? Three. <laughs> How does that song go? Uh, okay, so could you get to where your character is, Peter? No, I don't see anything. Uh, scroll Reflect. out a little bit. Yes. Do you see it now? Hey, Baron, it's not your turn yet. You stand stand where you are. Yes. Now, move me back to where I was. I was busy trying to see how to remove the waypoint. Okay. Okay, so Carolus, what do you do? Uh, well, I'm going to get out the hole. Out of the hole. Yeah, you climb. Just stand on a deck, deck again. Mm -hmm. Just say lots of webbing. Lot, lots of webbing. So, so, 
Lots of weaving, big spiders. Baby man. You can go next. <laughs> I will. And he does. <laughs> so, can you see in the dark? Don't split the party. <laughs> can you see in the dark, Vader? <laughs> Bim's whispers in your head. Don't split the party. <laughs> I'm busy looking for something in my inventory to see where the heck is it. Torch. Uh, yeah, I don't have a torch. I've I got a um, lantern. Grab the candle. Do you have a torch? Grab the candle on the deck. No, candle's not going <laughs> to help. Burn spider webs. So, does anyone have a torch? I'll, I'll, I'll say. Does everybody have, anybody have a short torch? I have a torch. I can push on to you if you want. Uh, okay, well, this oh, I've got one bed. torch. The baby man says he's got a torch. Light me a torch and give me a torch. I'll go I'm down. never going to need this torch in my life. So like, you can have mine. <laughs> yeah, like, why, why would a person who could conjure fire from their hands need a torch? <laughs> what if his hands get chopped off? There, there's a torch. Wow. Cool. He, he can't hold the torch either. Like, I'll literally light it for you and I'll just sort of like drop it down. <laughs> cool. Okay. I'll grab it and then I'll go down Make the ladder. dexterity saving throw from me, Larry. As a saving torch throw. has been dropped from 40 feet above your head towards you. And <laughs> well, it's not torch. below me. I'm just yeah, dropping I'm, <laughs> I'm planning on catching it. Exactly. That's why I'm saying make a dexterity saving throw. Okay, no, I'm joking. You don't need to do that. <laughs> I just oh, feel like being go. an ass. Okay, that does it. So, Beiru definitely grabs the torch and doesn't get burnt. <laughs> Clapping. <laughs> You're clapping. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Beru, you have a torch in hand. What do you do? Going down the ladder. All right. So, you go down the ladder, and I'll need to drag freaking icons again. Give me a second. Uh, I'm going to put the observer there, and I will put Beru over there. So, make sure on the stream that it's still showing. Cool. So, Beiru, you descend and you see what freaked um, Carolus out. This webbing stringing this entire hallway from north to south. It's just these sheets of thick webs. Okay, well, I'll move the torch around me through all the webbing and burn it away. Alright. I'm going to peer down the hall while he's doing that. Uh, give me a second. What's going on with my mouse? Something weird is happening. Okay. So, which direction are you moving in that you're burning away the weaving? No, no, no. I'm just waving it around me to get just, the weaving around, just to around clear, me. Just to clear the weaving around you. Okay, so yeah. the weaving does burn and it does, um, you know, just like start, the filaments start retracting um, away from you. The area that you clear um, with this fire. Um, is no longer obscured and it uh, will not hamper your movement. Okay, then I'll burn away the webbing one block north. Okay, so you're clearing the way to this door, basically. Yeah. Okay. Um, and, I'm, say... and I'm moving. I'm moving. What do you call it? Uh, carefully. Um, I'm actually thinking that it's probably more logical that you can burn away one square per, you know, per action. Okay. 
So, are you going to just burn the one to the north there? Yeah. And then do you want to move there? Yeah. Okay, so move your character. But quietly. Or must I just move it? Okay, so give me, give me a stealth roll. Okay, and then what do you do? I want to put my... Is there the store got a keyhole? Does this door have a keyhole? No. Mm. Or is it just a solid door? It is a solid door. It's like a cabin door. Wooden okay. door. Okay. Can I put my ear up to it and have a listen? Okay. So, uh, you can do so, but that will be on your next turn as a next action. Check. Yeah. Cool. It's an action. Yeah. No problem. So, and you may end your turn. And that brings us to Cyan. So, Cyan, you are above deck. Um, let me move the observer to here where you are so that our mm. good streaming watchers can see what's going on. Mm. What do you do? Um, I'll uh, look at Siren and she doesn't go in. I say, um, okay, so any, anything magical going on in here? Not that I could see. Um, how does my thing move? It's not moving. Yeah, okay. It won't move until I say move. Uh, okay. I, I have to approve it. Uh, okay. Um, I think you can see, huh? Um, is this thing in the sense of a stone to the stone altar? Um, curiously, this diagram is very odd looking. To me, that actually looks like part of a mast. I don't think yeah. that, that's, that is not the, the altar. I believe the altar is sitting... Uh, let me tell you... Let's take a look around for it. It doesn't actually say where it is. It just says the corners of the room are filled with the debris and stuff. So I'm going to assume that the altar must be in this clump of stuff over here. So you're approaching this altar. Yeah. Um, I want to. Can I do a religion check on it to see, like, if what kind of vibes I'm getting from it? Yeah, you can absolutely do that. Yeah, I think that'll be my my thing. Religion. Oh hell yeah! So as you like crunch your way through this debris, this broken furniture and crap, I'm just gonna move you onto a square, okay? Um, yeah. With that. Uh, try it again with that uh, roll with a 19 um, looking at the symbology that you see spread across the stone altar um, you see a lot of spiders you see some script that appears to be infernal in nature as well um, putting these two things together you believe this to be an altar to loth Oh, Lolf. Uh, hey, Siren, does the name Lolf ring a bell? And as you do this, what is your passive perception, just by the way? Pretty damn high. Uh, once I find it. It's uh, uh, 15. 15. Okay, mm -hmm. you are not surprised. As descending from... <clears throat> excuse me. Um, from the ceiling... Jaws agape is a giant spider. 
Oh my god. <laughs> Byron, there's a spider in here. It's really, really big. It, a spider! It, it, it really, really, really is. Um, what? A, a, a spider. Spider. I'm trying to... Sorry, the stupid thing doesn't want to work, and I don't know why. Why is it not... Huh? I think the... I think uh, my... Uh, the ocean is calling my name. I shall uh, return to it. No, no, wait. Please come back. It's wait. really big. No. I need at least... Another two hands to squash this. Uh, then ask someone else. I ain't touching a spider. Oh god, it's huge. Uh, oh my god, it's huge. Oh my god. Out, oh my god. Can I hear this commotion? From the corner behind you, you hear this noise and you see a strange, gnarly looking creature. Um, I'm trying to find where this particular one is. This is no longer working like it used to be. If you double click on an icon, it used to like zoom to it on um, on the combat tracker. Um, but I'm looking for this last one quickly. Yeah, there we go. And you see this creature crawling along the ceiling over your shoulder. Uh, oh. Trying to get you the picture of it so everybody can see. Is that a spider? It looks vaguely spider, spider-like, like some sort of unholy union between human and spider. Oh, it's Spooderman. I must, I must be weird because that thing's adorable. Oh my god, Tyrant, I'm gonna barf. Oh my god, it's disgusting. No, I see the giant spider. It, I won't touch it's that. It's like if a tick was raised large and grown into a pet. Yeah. It's so cute. And, and, and doesn't swallow. <laughs> and with that, we will go into combat, which I think is an excellent time to yeah. stop for this evening and to pick up next week with some action. Cool. Cyan is like having spider drool dripped all over him. Uh, <laughs> it's like that Harry Potter within the forest. And like exactly. Can, oh. I, can I hear the commotion? <laughs> I have no idea. Tune in next week to discover if that's going to happen or not. <laughs> well, I'll save right. you. Thank you very much, guys, for joining us in chat. Thank you to my awesome players. And uh, I will see you guys next week. Check us out. The video um, will be up on YouTube either tomorrow, 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 or Friday. Um, and the post podcast will definitely be up tomorrow. Um, yeah, uh, check us out. And we will see you guys next week for the thrilling battle against the spider creatures. Good night. Stay safe. Take care. Thanks for joining. Adios.